Thank you for joining the Are You Writing podcast, the podcast where the writing interns talk about all things writing. Today, we're going to be talking about becoming a writer, when we knew we wanted to be one, and all the aspects that come with taking on the profession. So to start off today's discussion, um, we're all just going to go around and kind of talk about the moment we realized we wanted to become a writer. Um, I guess I've always loved writing um, since I was a little kid. I liked playing together storybooks and writing poems for myself, but I didn't really consider writing like as a career skill until I was older. When I was looking for colleges and I considered Rowan and I read about the writing arts program and different careers I can um, look into, uh, that made me more serious about Um, becoming a writer as a career so honestly I don't think I really knew that I wanted to be a writer until I came to college it's the same story that a lot of us have where I feel like I knew I loved reading when I was younger I loved just being transported by a story and I definitely had interest in like writing my own stories even from a young age but I wasn't sure if that's really where my skill set lied. I knew I wanted to do something in the arts, but it's almost like I didn't trust myself enough until I got to college, like that I had the potential to make this my career. But I feel like once I realized writing is more than just, you know, you're gonna do six books and that's gonna be your writing career. Once I realized there was different aspects to writing that you can focus on in your career, I was like, oh, awesome. I'm like pretty good at this. Might as well give it a shot. For me, like I've always like known that I wanted to be a writer. When I look back like at my childhood, like I was always like scribbling down stories like on random papers and stuff but I didn't take it seriously till I was in my teens. So then when I was doing my college search, I found Rowan and that was when I was in Puerto Rico um, and I saw the writing arts program and I was like, I knew that was what I wanted to do. So that's why I'm here. And that's why I want to be a writer for the rest of my life. My uh, writing story is a bit more weird (laughs) than your guys's. I actually remember um, kind of the moment that I realized that I liked writing and like, at least wanted to do it as a hobby I was in like the second grade and we had to write a story for like an assignment and we were given those papers where it's like the top half is the like picture area and then the bottom has like three thick lines for words and me and my friend Tommy decided that we were going to see who could write the longer story and it was kind of like a take-home assignment so every day I'd ask him I'd be like Tommy how many pages do you have he'd be like I have 10 and I'd be like oh no I only have eight so I kept writing and writing and I ended up with like a 20-page story and Tommy brought his is his in when it was due and it was like six pages and I was so mad but then I realized wait a minute that was actually like fun and I enjoyed it so thank you Tommy for forcing me to (laughs) realize that I wanted to be a writer and that kind of just carried with me through middle school and high school and then I realized like I really don't want to be doing anything else and once I heard about Rowan's writing arts program I thought it was perfect you know it's close to like where I grew up but it also offered like so many opportunities that like I didn't have at other schools in the area so I just thought it was like a perfect fit for me and kind of going off of that um, we also have some responses of why fellow Rowan writing arts students chose to become writers I just remember that many 
of the responses said that they started with like writing little stories of like Junie B. Jones and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like they were starting with fan fiction in other words. So that's pretty cool. I definitely have like notebooks from like my elementary school years filled with random fan fiction before I even knew what it was. So one human said, when I put the stories in my head on paper and I still loved them and other people did too. That's nice. That is sweet. Another person said, I kept coming back to it and everything else I quit. I kind of feel that also. Me too. Like I used to draw, I used to have like all these other creative endeavors, but like nothing stuck like writing did, I feel. Another human said, when I was three or four and just knew I wanted to tell stories and be a beacon of hope for people. Another human said, I tried every single hobby known to the world and kept coming back to writing. And another human said, I wrote Junie B. Jones stories of my own, basically fan fiction, I guess, in kindergarten. There's the Junie B. Jones one. (laughs) I love going back and reading like the little stories I have written from like that make absolutely no sense. The spelling is atrocious, but kind of warms my heart in a way. I cringe so hard. Like what was happening at that time in my life? Honestly, cringe reading my writing from like two years ago. <laughs> it's definitely the more recent writing. I'm like, oh, who wrote that? Definitely <laughs> not me. But like the younger stuff, I'm kind of like, oh, look how far I've come. Kind of. Even just a month ago, like if I look over a homework assignment I wrote, I'm like, oh, why did I write it like that? But it's like nice to see kind of like where we started and how we've evolved. Like I'm like, oh, look at little 11 year old Lainey writing Harry Potter fan fiction. And now I'm writing my own books. <laughs> That's why I don't throw away my writing. Like, I will look back at it and, like, I'll cringe really hard. Because, seriously, like, I don't even know what was happening in my brain at that point in life. But I don't throw it away because I'm like, that's my beginning. Like, without that, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, when I look at my old writing, like, what stands out the most is how many adjectives I use, like, back to back to back. Like, the old, beautiful, large house. <laughs> like, I thought that would help, like, paint a picture. I have, like, all my old writing kind of, like, it's a little bit, like, bordering on hoarder style, like, shoved into, like, big boxes under my bed. And, like, it's filled with, like, half-written, like, lines and, like, three pages in each journal that I filled in and then forgot about. I remember um, having incorrect, like, punctuation, like, in terms of dialogue like I would put the comma outside of the quotation mark and now I look at it and I just want to die. Yeah, I definitely like go back and look at the way I used to like, I did all like my stuff handwritten because obviously we were children and probably didn't have laptops. But um, I look back at like just the way I thought dialogue worked and I'm like, how did I like not come close? Like I read books, like I don't know how I was so far off. Yeah, and like writing dialogue but it's so big and fancy like no one actually talks like that in real life one thing I definitely notice about like kind of my not like childhood writing but like middle school high school writing is just how much like internal thoughts I have I'm like oh my god can their my character's brains be quiet for one second please (laughs) (laughs) one thing I think one thing I think is cool about all this though is kind of like 
I feel like a lot of us started writing kind of just to have fun. Like we didn't really have any other reasons to write. But when we were looking over these articles, a lot of them listed all these different reasons, but none of them ever like kind of just mentioned that like, hey, it could just be fun. A good way to express yourself to. Yeah, I think like in college and stuff, especially when you go for writing, you kind of forget to like have fun with it. And that doesn't have to be perfect for the grade. Like it's kind of just like something that you can do for like self-improvement and your own entertainment in a way. Even my professor, she's like, just humor me. Like, you don't even have to look at this finished draft. Just act like you understand things that you need to change, but you don't even need to keep that for yourself. I had a professor um, that told me recently, um, because we were writing essays, their creative nonfiction essays, and there was one that I just didn't like. Like, I wrote it, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I don't like it. And she's like, well, if you don't like it, then there's something wrong there. So I feel like if you don't, like, you have to have fun with it. You have to, like, like what you're doing in order for it to, like, shine, you know? Yeah. I remember earlier in the semester, one of my classmates um, mentioned that she wanted to um, really focus on writing things she liked this semester and not just, like, writing things to turn in for the grade. She wanted to like make art that felt like hers. And I felt like that really resonated with me because like the beginning of the semester, I struggled with creating like work that felt like mine. It kind of felt like I was trying to imitate something that I felt like a college writing student should turn in. But now I'm kind of trying to get back onto the track of like doing things that I'm interested in and kind of creating my own style. I love that because I feel like sometimes we just get like stuck in this thinking like it's just a grade, just do it get it over with um but you know sometimes it can be fun and you don't know what can come out of that and I feel like that's also kind of like the main difference between us as childhood writers and us like now like in college as writers is like really just realizing the importance of your own voice versus like trying to emulate kind of what you believe you should like based off of your favorite authors or what you think your purpose is. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So this kind of segues us to kind of the different reasons why people may write kind of as adults or why they feel they may write. And we can kind of discuss what would be kind of more noble causes. Like I know I brought up that word when we were reading through the um, responses we got to our Instagram story. And we can kind of talk about like the more personal or like some may say selfish reasons and kind of try and differentiate between those. So one thing I saw a lot of the articles bring up was that uh, people were writing for money. And I feel like a lot of people would like hear that and kind of think that as a um, more selfish kind of reason to write. And I have to say, though, if you're writing for money, you might want to like open a depop or something different (laughs) like this is not the way to make some quick cash I mean it depends on what kind of writing I mean if you're creative writing for money that's going to be hard to sell yourself but um if you're writing for a company if you're technical writing professional writing um in charge of communications uh that's different even social media marketing that's a more um viable path agreed 
I definitely, I've never heard of someone being like, I want to be a writer because I want to be rich. <laughs> like, the two just don't really make sense together in my head, but. I actually heard that online and I'm just left baffled. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> Literally just a little bit more research and you'll know this is not the way <laughs> to like fill your pockets. Um, another reason I saw people kind of calling, like mentioning about writing is um, the idea of a legacy, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, writing is a way to record your your voice. It's just our, our way of doing that, like our tool. I mean, now we have movies and stuff too, like you can blog and that's your legacy, but um, I see that. Yeah, I think like I had never really thought of it until I saw that in the articles, but like it is kind of a cool thing that like our writing will definitely outlive us. I think it's just cool that like we have like all these kind of like inner thoughts and like if we're like fiction writers, like the worlds we create just kind of like written down. Even bad writing lives on. Another reason that people pointed out when as to why they write was to entertain. And I thought that was kind of sweet because like I feel like a lot of times as writers when we're just at our desks, you know, scribbling away. We don't really, it's hard to lose, it's easy to lose sight of the idea that other people are going to read this and that your work can be for like other people. Yeah, when I always write, I'm like, I don't really think about my readers. I know that's something we should think about because like you're writing, you're gonna publish it hopefully. That's for other people. But I always, when I sit down, right, I'm like, this is for me, like it better entertain me. Yeah, it can entertain yourself. Like that's a, that's totally valid. And um, if it entertains yourself, it'll entertain people like you, I guess. I would honestly say that's probably my like top reasoning for writing personally. Um, I usually like try and like imagine like um, either me like performing what I'm writing or like other people performing that I'm writing, what I'm writing. I love that because I sometimes like, I feel like I writing like especially like my novels I'm like why am I doing this I already know what's gonna happen the story's done in my head so like why do I have to like put it on paper but as soon as I like get the opportunity to even share it with like one other person I think that that kind of like really makes a difference in how I feel about my writing I also think that it kind of like comes with like experience in a way like the more you publish the more you kind of have a sense for audience are there any other reasons you guys wanted to discuss I mean, my biggest is self-expression. That's definitely my biggest one. That's definitely a good one. I feel like a lot of my writing, like I don't kind of set out with the intention of self-expression. It's kind of just like a fun idea I have that I'd want to write about. But like, as I write, I can't like, I can't help but put my own like kind of problems into the writing. And it's kind of like cathartic to watch the characters like struggle with it like metaphorically in the way I have because I can't really relate to a lot of my characters like in a literal sense (laughs) but to watch them kind of like go through the same like mental or like bigger issues is and then overcome them in the end sometimes (laughs) is really a great way that writing kind of helps mental health. Also like writing to inform I think is definitely important and like that's kind of I guess sort of the basis of like technical writing and I think 
like writers who do work in like the medical field, the science field, like PR, all like those types of writing scenarios um, are doing like really important work that like definitely can significantly affect like an individual or like a community's like day-to-day lives. Yeah, writing helps people. Mm-hmm. It is important. People um, might think of writing as a career as like, um, oh, you just want to write books and just make money off of that. Uh, no, there's many, uh, you know, publishing and uh, technical writing and medical writing. And um, these are important. And like kind of just for example, like not to bring us back to this place, but think about like when the pandemic first started, like everyone didn't really have a great idea of like what was going on. And I know personally, like I got a lot of my information like from articles online. And it was like the articles that were like packed, filled with like jargon that I like didn't understand. Like if anything, like stressed me out even more. It was those articles that were like written for people like me who like don't have a lot of like medical experience that like really kind of like helped me to realize what this situation was and like what my role was going to be in it like as a citizen. Absolutely. Anyone interested in this subject? Uh, last semester I took developing health and scientific literacy with um, Dr. Amy Reed and it was a really great class. I would really recommend that if you're um, interested in professional writing. We read like a lot of articles on COVID-19, how um how important it is to get it right and what happens when you get it wrong. That sounds like a great class to take, especially for like writers who kind of struggle with like imposter syndrome, like the idea of like, oh, who am I to be writing about that? But like having a class like that, that kind of like teaches you like how to properly educate yourself. I mean, I'm assuming kind of about the class right now, but I think that could be like a really good way to kind of like help you gain more confidence in your ability to write about things that aren't just like fictional or like personal pieces absolutely so unless anyone wants to say a little bit more about the reasons we write um we can kind of move on to a bit more um melancholy topic why you wouldn't want to be a writer or kind of what people may say to you that would discourage you from becoming a writer I mean it's hard whether you're if you're a creative writer it's extremely hard to put your stuff out there because it's you're going to face ridicule, you're going to face criticism, and people are going to question, well, how are you going to make money? And when it comes to professional writing, that's hard because it is difficult to write about stuff. You need to research a lot. You need to really understand your topic. It is like teaching, but just like in a written form. Like you need to get it right. It's a big responsibility. Uh, any, any type of writing that you go into, is it's not easy. I definitely agree. And I think kind of like going off that idea of like, oh, well, like, how are you going to like other people kind of saying like, how are you going to make money as a writer? Um, I feel like sometimes we don't even realize how how, like how much we read throughout the day in the realm of professional writing. Like someone has to write like that billboard you just saw. Someone has to write like that, like little ad at the bottom of your receipt. I don't know. But like, there's so much that we read and we don't think about someone actually like putting pen to paper to create, but someone's got to do it. So there is definitely like opportunities out there. Anyone who has read like a terrible set of instructions and they don't know what they're doing will know that. Anyone who reads like a totally 
broken English and a, you know, typos, um, a lot, a lot can go into writing. You have to make yourself clear. Another reason that people might not want to be um, writers is kind of like the, I feel like it's draining sometimes and like writing will really like knock you down sometimes and you kind of just have to get back up like when you've written out an entire draft regardless of like what the draft is for and you look back at it and you're like that's basically unusable like you have to be able to kind of like pull yourself back up and start again going off of that I think um like a similar idea is like you have to have a really like self-motivated drive like you are basically responsible and accountable for your success and like the only person that can really like help you get there is yourself yeah it takes a lot out of you to like try to find words sometimes like some days are just really uninspiring whatever kind of writing you're doing especially if you're not really interested in what you're writing about like if you're writing um for a publication if you're not really interested or you especially if you're writing like academic papers it's not easy it's um it's really hard to find the words sometimes I think the key is to know how you work because everyone works differently and try to take care of yourself. Like you have to take care of yourself in order to be in the right mind space, headspace, to just sit down and, you know, just write it down regardless of whatever project you're working on and take breaks because like you don't want to like risk burnout, which will make it worse kind of going off like the idea of burnout like you also have to kind of create your own schedule as a writer like I feel like people see writers as kind of like you know kind of kooky artistic very like free-flowing people or like kind of like you know just artistic not really structured people but it takes a lot of organizational skills to be a writer especially like even beyond just like making your own schedule you have to usually um plan out your drafts, kind of like plan out, make your own um, like deadlines and things like that. It's a lot of work. So much personal responsibility. (laughs) Yeah, especially in the early stages, like before you're considering like publishing or you're just writing for yourself. It's kind of like it is all on you in a way to like finish your writing, to like put it out to people and kind of you just have to feel, I feel like you have to take everything as it comes. Did we talk about like thick skin, you know, having to like accept and um, like implement feedback? It, it hurts. I feel like um, you need to like separate yourself from your writing. So when you receive feedback, I'm assuming we're talking about constructive criticism because hate is just another thing. But constructive criticism, you have to like step back and be like, okay, what's not working? let's continue working on it to make it better so I feel like putting yourself in that mindset will help you like accept that feedback it's tough though because I feel like as writers like like this is our preferred art form like we really like put our souls into our work like depending on like what we're working on but most of the time like it's really like we lay ourselves out there on the page like our work is our baby then like someone just comes and tells you like your baby is ugly like what are you supposed to do with that (laughs) yeah exactly like when you share your creative writing it is so nerve-wracking but like even so with like professional writing like if you're you just wrote like a technical description like you just wrote um it's completely impersonal that's still like difficult if someone is just like I can't read this like it, it hurts because um 
you just it's like a way of learning but it's tough for me I I often struggle with like I give it to someone and like it's good I'm like okay but like I I know he's not perfect like they're like show me like you can be as mean as you want okay actually no don't be as mean as you want I'm very sensitive but show me just one thing either that I'm doing well or I'm doing wrong because I like I just feel so lost I had like a similar experience because I wrote a short story recently and I gave it to one of my family members and all they said it was good I liked it but I then I sent it to like a writer friend and that was like okay let's work on this so I feel like you need to have like two types of people to like see how your writing is gonna like impact. I definitely agree I feel like also when it comes to sharing things with like a lot of times people have struggles like separating you from like the events that happen in your story. So basically, I feel like the conclusions we've come to is that writing is definitely hard, but it's worth it if you've got passion, if you truly do love it, and you just have to pursue it if that's the only thing that you can see yourself pursuing. All right, that concludes our podcast all about why we became writers. Um, Thanks for tuning in to the Writing Arts Podcast. Make sure to keep an eye out for our next installment of Are You Writing, where we'll be discussing mental health and journaling.